Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Who the hell am I? I'm a construction broker. After we the bathroom, I said, be right back. I'm a cop, you idiot! Pasta. Oh, I'm Detective John Kimball. Who is your daddy? Answer the question! And what does he do? Put that cookie down! Now! Oh, yeah. Go! <laughs> it is so hot it's red <laughs> fuck me it's red Hi. heat <laughs> hey, hey everybody hello hey, hello hey. 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 welcome to, <laughs> <laughs> to enter the mr universe yes we're going inside inside of the mr yeah, universe within the mr universe <laughs> yeah I'm one of your hosts, David Bell. I am a second red hot host, Tom Ryan. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Mm, mm. Fuck, man. The heat, but be- Dave. before we get started, um well this is so if people are wondering, we're we're going from uh the various Arnold Schwarzenegger universes, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Is the plot. And we're uh and we're we're watching we're watching the movies, we're talking about Arnold as an actor and the movie and we're just we're just going through them and having a great time and this is a uh show a mini series brought to you by norm from cheers thank norm you norm from cheers thank you very much norm gave us a specific list to go through and that means we're in to 1988's red heat <clears throat> which you'll probably know by looking at the podcast uh as we were talking about before we started recording, Tom, you you said you you hadn't seen this since you were a, a child. Yeah, I have a, essentially I have never seen this movie. Um, yeah, and I think I I've probably seen, seen it, it before uh, as a kid, but yeah. This is from the director. This is Walter Hill. It's Walter Hill, director yeah. of the Warriors and Forty Eight Hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, music by James Horner. Yep. Uh, good music at times. There's a lot of, there, there are a few shocking names in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. The actors, holy fucking shit! Yeah, uh, a- <laughs> I was not ready to see. Well, we have a section about that, but I'm not. I was not ready to see fucking Larry Fishburne. In Larry this. Fishburne. There's yeah. There's a couple of people. There's there's even like yeah. a stealth Kurt Fuller who's just a, a an extra in this movie. Yeah, that's fucking. It's wild. Yeah. This is um. This is one of those. Uh, this yeah. This is deep in the '80s. This is what I would argue is we've talked about this on this podcast about how it's almost like. Schwarzenegger par- was parodying mo- movies that never really existed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like half of yeah. And this is one of those movies that seems like a straightforward Schwarzenegger action. Yeah, kind of, sort of. This this one, even this one, it, even though it's like more straightforward, it's still like not quite like the stuff Stallone was putting out. Like this isn't you would right. This is very different from Cobra, like in the sense that. Arnold doesn't necessarily play uh, a superhuman dude in this. Like he gets his ass beat in this movie a few times. Yeah, 
and it's serious, but it's also over the top. Yeah. It's a buddy comedy. And I would, <laughs> kind I would of. argue that, yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I haven't seen 48 Hours in a while, but I remember watching it and and thinking, like, this is just a, like a really racist guy. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's sort of the same tone where it's a buddy cop movie in the sense that Arnold gets teamed up with a really shitty cop that right. I think is supposed to be funny. <laughs> right. He mostly just calls women bitches and, it's- like... Jim Belushi is so grotesquely unlikable in this film. It is fascinating. I couldn't tell if it was just like, this is his thing, you know? Like, yeah, he's Jim Belushi. This is what we get him for. (laughs) He he calls women names and and he's just corrupt and crooked. Yeah, he's just a a schlubby piece of shit that Arnold has to put up with for, uh, for 90 minutes. Right, they never, yeah, We so we'll go through the plot. The plot is the first thing, and then we're going to talk about uh, Arnold as an actor, and mm-hmm. then the side characters, and, and the most Arnold moment in this. So, starting with the plot, it's, it's um, boy, yeah, at its core, it's two bad cops teaching the other how to be a worse cop, I feel mm-hmm. like. Yeah, it's uh, like two different kinds of fascism at work. Yeah, exactly, yeah. We're the like, conversation they have about <laughs> drug dealers. The conversation they have about everything. About Miranda yeah. rights. About, yep. Like, there's a scene where Jim Belushi's like, okay, we have something called the Miranda Act in, in America, so you can't beat a, a confession out of a suspect. And then he proceeds to plant heroin on the suspect to try to force a confession out of yep. him. It's literally my... It's, oh, his way versus his way. And it's it's the... um. It reminds me of the, like the the Onion article, "Good Cop, Bad Cop, Both Racist," <laughs> where it's yeah. it's just there. It's bad cop and slightly worse, or slight yeah, slightly worse, slightly cop. worse cop. Yeah, where it's, Arnold is like, "Why can't I just torture them?" And why he's can't like, I just no, you got <laughs> torture, maim, and kill whoever I yeah. want in the and name he's of like, Russia? No, you got to plant drugs on them. Yeah, you, nah, you can't do that. You got to plant <laughs> drugs on them first. <laughs> it is a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, Arnold is a Soviet cop. He's Russian in this, folks. Yeah, uh, and, uh, and he actually he did some work here. Like he's he, he did some work. He speaks a shitload of Russian in it. Uh, he even does an accent, like on top of his own yeah. accent. He he tries to make his voice sound Russian, which is way to go, Arnold. Yeah, <laughs> like, we'll talk about that in yeah. the next section. It's it's quite something. It just um, it's I, I say it because I've never heard. I think this is the only time I can think. Of uh, when I've heard Arnold try to do anything with his voice, like normally right. he just, it's you know his voice is such a signature of of him as like you know a, a pop culture icon. Uh, you never think of him trying to like change it or do an accent or or anything, but he he does that in this film, and it was really like uh, it's such a minor thing for any other actor, but for some reason for Arnold, it's just like whoa shit, he's like doing a voice. It's very like, impressive? Question mark? Yeah, impressive. Yeah, it's it's good. <laughs> it's interesting so he um he his partner gets killed uh by this like drug dealer generic drug dealer man <laughs> his partner uh, who... also uh <laughs> this movie i don't think knows how to make anyone likable so no, they, yeah. they, they try to make like funny or fun loving characters and everybody's just a scumbag <laughs> everybody sucks yeah so, including arnold's original russian partner is just kind of a scumbag he tells like a weird yep. circumcision joke and then gets shot seven times by a drug dealer <laughs> <laughs> yes he sure does this is one of those films where there's a constant 
where it looks like at, while they were shooting it, everybody was chain smoking. There's a constant like mist in the air in every yeah. scene that's just cigarette smoke. Um, so yeah, he he the guy the guy who shoots his partner goes to America because to Chicago to deal drugs. It's all for to get a drug dealer, right? And I think that's important to note considering what happens. Uh, it's it, not only is it it's for. Okay, so the bad bad Russian is Edo Ross, who plays Itchy in Dick in Dick Tracy. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's all for like this the Edo Ross, who's like this uh, sinister uh, uh, Russian gangster drug dealer, um, trying to get a shipment of five million dollars of cocaine right. um, into Russia, which is not that much cocaine i think <laughs> or like it's not, not enough no. not enough to justify what happens no they so basically it's two cops <laughs> busting a small a smallish drug deal like not the not the smallest drug deal like a, a certain, single a something. single a single suitcase drug deal is what it ends up being right like, literally but, and they're busting it by committing multiple acts of terrorism yeah. <laughs> across chicago S- several international incidents <laughs> yeah so uh Jesus Christ. So Arnold goes to and oh fuck. We should probably talk about the the opening scene first at the fuck spa. Oh my god. There's this spa. Is it for foundry workers? What was going on there? It's like it's like a medieval uh, fuck sauna. Um there's like it starts with these dudes who look like they're in the bowels of Titanic or some shit. Like yeah. some steampunk a siege engine just shoveling coal uh into this giant furnace and then it pans over to like <laughs> fucktopia where all of yeah. these naked men and women just lifting weights splashing around in a waterfall pool it looks like a scene from caligula yeah like yeah <laughs> And it looks old timey. They're sitting in the sauna, and I understand why it's this way because it's an R-rated film, American film from the '80s. All of the men right. have towels on. All of the women are completely naked. Of course, of course. Uh, and one of those men, who we see the ass of before we see the face of, I believe, is Arnold. Is Arnold, and he's not wearing a towel. He's wearing a dick apron. That is the best way yes. to describe it. That is the best the way. best way to describe it. He's wearing half of it's a, a loincloth. Yeah, it's like an eye patch for your dick. <laughs> yeah. So we see all of the rump. Uh, and uh, he goes in and they make him hold a hot rock to like prove that he's not he's really a factory. a factory worker. Yeah. Yeah. And he grips that motherfucker. And then he starts fighting them in a way that I can only describe as like a bear attacking. Like yeah. people leave the ground when he's fighting them. <laughs> Yeah, they he dive through the them. window out into the snow. One of them is Lafour's. Oh fuck, you're right. One of them's totally Lafour's. Who's his fuck, weight, his man. his weightlifting buddy Sven Ol Thorson? I think is his name. Right. Was Jesse Ventura one of the cops later? Or I don't think so. Okay, because there was a guy who looked kind of like him. Um, and this this results in a naked snow fight. He mm-hmm. chases them outside and he interrogates them. Just a uh, just a, is... a, a, a a fucking butt crack snow fight. Yeah, it is. Just, just so many visible assholes in this sequence. Uh, just, right. Just three circus bears tumbling around in the snow. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much shaved like. circus bears. Yeah. <laughs> just everybody's going at everybody's it in the so snow. glisteningly muscular. Yeah. <laughs> this movie <It> starts <laughs> so strong. <laughs> it starts at an 11. Uh, unfortunately, it never. It never it, it, hits it, this again until yeah. the very, very end. Yeah. It. Yeah. 
it goes immediately downhill and is, uh, I'll say, pretty boring for, yes. <laughs> for most of the film. This movie is boring. It yeah. is a boring movie. And uh, because uh, we'll, we'll get uh, into this more in depth in the next section, but because of the character Arnold is playing, was a very stoic um, Russian uh, police officer who completely believes in the Soviet Union. He's under orders not to explain himself or anything that he's there to do to anyone. Right. So Arnold spends most of this movie. He's like almost like the Terminator. He doesn't speak. Yes. He doesn't understand jokes or like, you know, because there's a language and a culture barrier. Uh, so most of the movie is Arnold being stone fucking silent like a sphinx while Jim Belushi right. is just shouting at him. Yes, and, Jim Belushi is being terrible. And like 12% of what Jim Belushi says is funny in the entire yep. film. The other 88% is just gross or racist or misogynist. It's just yeah. like, are we supposed to like him? Because he's it's, intolerable. It's kind of exhausting at times, yeah. this movie. Uh, so, yeah, he kills his partner, which you kind of see a mile away. That partner is dead meat from the start. Uh, and it oh, gives. Yeah. He was too beautiful for this world. Yeah. So Schwarzenegger's on a revenge journey. He's he's also there officially, as you said, where he's not explaining himself, but the, the Soviet Union sends him to go get this guy who who we learned it was arrested, right? In Chicago. Yeah. Uh and so we cut to Chicago. They immediately just fire hose us with slap bass and saxophone music. Yeah, it's uh, pretty sweet. Yeah. It's a busy police station. It's that it's that oh all the criminals are getting dragged in. It's a real cop rock police station. It sure is, Dave. <laughs> yeah, like they could have broken out in singing. Literally had uh, the cop rock theme song in my head this entire time. Yep. It's not even exagger uh, an exaggeration. Right. With uh Chief Peter Boyle. Yep. The, Jesus gri- the grizzled Chief Peter Boyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he and, and uh he and Lawrence Fishburne have this storyline of like being kind of like the kind of shitty like uh, officious bosses like they're sort of like ah yeah. the chief's a pain in the ass and then they just sort of vanish from the film without their characters or their storylines yeah. ever getting resolved well they decide to basically like let him loose on chicago mm-hmm. and they're like what's the worst that can happen and it turns out the worst that can happen is major landmarks marks get run over right. by buses. The worst that can and happen people... is terrorism. It's like terrorism, several yeah. international incidents or like yeah. a, a Soviet police officer is not supposed to be driving, fucking galloping through Chicago, shooting people and destroying things. Yes, yeah. that is a rampage. <laughs> That is just um, a full-blown rampage. Yeah. This this would have started a war in 1988. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this Russian police officer marauding through Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> but what follows is basically, um, it's basically Beverly Hills Cop if Axel Foley was unfunny and violent. Like It's Beverly Hills Cop if Axel Foley was the Terminator. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, it's it's like, oh, team up with Jim Belushi. He's going to keep an eye on you while you, well, because obviously they go to the jail, but the guy gets away. Yeah, they get him. They, they they're doing a prison transport with uh, Jim Belushi and his partner, who is uh, Dennis Leary's partner from The Ref. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> you're right. He is. He sure is, Dave. Um, He's also dead meat. Yeah, yeah. You can see that one a mile away too. Uh, yeah. So while they're transporting Edo Ross, Itchy from Dick Tracy. Um, these other uh, gangsters called the Clean Heads, which. Anyway, um, 
uh, who are like Ed O'Ross is working with. Like they're the guys that are sort of like the middleman between him and some like, I guess, Colombian drug dealers. They're 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 like facilitating the drug buy that Ed O'Ross is trying to do. Right. So they show up disguised as cops, uh, shoot Jim Belushi's partner like fucking eighteen times. <laughs> like, yeah. So the of squibs course. in this movie, I really miss eighties squibs. Me too. Sometimes. And this movie in particular is, is one of the examples. They would just like explode. So it's like a water balloon fight. Like it's, it's just so like, like the fucking blood from the squibs is just like bursting into his face as he's getting shot. It's so over the top. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um, so they, they, uh, they shoot Jim Belushi's partner just so much. Uh, club the bejesus out of Arnold and escape with Edo Ross. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Arnold finds a key at this point. Uh, the, an obvious locker key, yeah, obvious locker key. But we're gonna spend the whole movie figuring out what this fucking key is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I would, I would accept maybe him not knowing what it is, but like Jim Belushi should know what that key is. Yeah, he absolutely should. Like I, was, I looked at the key and I was like, oh, that's a bus station. Like, that's like a, that's, that's like a, that's a bus station or an airport locker key. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, he grips onto it even in the hospital. He's just holding onto that key, uh, and then. Um, uh yeah they just they start going on this journey to find this guy by planting evidence and torturing people um yeah planting evidence on one of the replicants from blade runner oh yeah on leon it's leon Leon, yeah yeah there's so many fucking people in this Mm -hmm. um the uh, he stays uh, at a at a dive hotel the doorman is pruitt taylor vince uh yes he is if you don't young pruitt young pruitt taylor vince yeah so it's like if you don't recognize that name he's the bald heavyset actor who has the nystagmus which is that rapid moving eyes um if you if you if you've listened to our x-files show he was uh, i forget which episode he was in it was the one with the the haunted camera i think where he's the guy on stilts that abducts Scully. Yeah, he is. Anyway, right. he's he's the guy whose eyes are Deadwood. he has that eye thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Deadwood. Yeah. yeah. He's in everything. Yeah. He's a character actor. Yeah. People love him because he has that eye thing, so yeah. he looks very unique and he stands out. Uh and he yeah, he's he's running the scummy hotel. That's <laughs> a coin operated uh, TV with porn on it. <laughs> yes, yes. Arnold puts so money Arnold's, in it and sees it, he's like capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> so great. And, and uh basically arnold i just just want to pause real quick this movie has no idea what it's trying to say about communism and capitalism no it isn't so no we should talk about that conversation (laughs) so it's basically it's basically that's uh, that's the idea it's the odd couple one of them is communist one of them's capitalist and they keep going back and forth like exchanging barbs about that stuff and the thing that they agree on which is retrospectively perfect like i don't think they meant to do this it's it's chillingly spot on is that they they start talking about because they're both cops you see yeah it, do, it doesn't even have to do with politics they're both cops and they're talking about like what they have to do and like and to get rid of drug dealers and arnold says the chinese find a way they line up all the drug dealers all the drug addicts and shoot them in the back of the head and Jim Belushi smiles and goes, eh, politicians here would never go for it. And Arnold says, you shoot them first. And they smile and the movie continues as if they didn't just both say, yeah, you know what would be great? If we did a fascism. Yeah. It they're is bo- they're like we said at the a beginning, haunting scene. They're both just different kinds of fascists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like- they are. 
and I can't tell if the movie knows that because they're the main characters and heroes. It's wild. Yep, incredible film. <laughs> incredible. That is, I'm not even. That is, that is an exchange in this film. Is yeah. them saying, if it was up to us, we would kill, we would kill all the drug dealers and addicts, and addicts, and the addicts, execute them, <laughs> and the politicians who wouldn't go for it. It's fucking incredible. Wild. Incredible film. <laughs> yeah. So they, so they have this relationship. I love the part where he says, "I work undercover." And then Belushi says, undercover, you look like Gumby. To which I said, what? Because he's and wearing he a green him, suit. That's it? That's yeah. why? Yeah. And then he calls him Gumby throughout the rest of the movie. And he I was does, like, why yeah. is he calling him Gumby? It's because he's wearing oh. a green suit. That was one of the 12% of things that Jim Belushi said that I liked. Yeah, at. I guess that's, that's all right. It is. Well, the Gumby thing is like, oh, that's kind of funny. But also just pointing out Arnold's like, I'm going undercover. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> You're a gigantic Austrian. Austrian, yeah. You are not undercover anywhere. Yeah. So they they sort of you're reprimand a slab him. of muscle with a flat top. <laughs> they at first Peter Boyle and uh, Larry Fishburne reprimand him a little bit, but eventually they just let him loose. Peter Boyle even says, "There goes the perfect weapon, a loose cannon." And Peter Boyle's explanation is that he either gets the job done. Or they can just throw them under the bus. Right. And it really, again, it says a lot about cops where they're just like, because the thing they're concerned about, because he's been doing like these shootouts where like civilians have been in the way and stuff. Like basically what they're saying is if he accidentally shoots a civilian, it's not on our hands. So let's just yeah. let him go nuts. We like can just they, say we couldn't do anything to him. He's a representative yeah. of a foreign country. You know, yeah, they can just hang it all on him if they want to. And then they throw Jim Belushi under the bus with him because Peter Boyle says, and I quote, he's a good cop, but, um, oh, fuck, and I fucked it up. Um, <laughs> he said he's a good cop, but he's, like, excellent at fucking up or something like that. Right. And so they're just like, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, We're fuck throwing him away. Yeah, they're, they're, they're throwing them away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, meanwhile, the villains have been working undercover as nurses and cops. They have they they're so good at undercover. This is a vast uh, fucking criminal network again to traffic a single suitcase of cocaine. Yes, um. just just a little <laughs> bit of cocaine to Russia. Five million dollars, which again, I've never been on the hook for five million dollars of cocaine, so I can't really say. But it really doesn't sound like enough to warrant yeah. all of this. No, it really doesn't. Uh, it's fine. So yeah, basically, this is when my eyes glazed over, and I just sort of watched the the. At one point, they run into Gina Gershon. Yep, to uh, run in a dance studio. Yeah, right in a dance studio. She is the wife of the Russian bad guy, I mm -hmm. guess. Yeah. Uh, and th th it's just them kind of chasing leads and, and being awful and like torturing people and not really much action until I would say the end. Very little action. This is more yeah. of a thriller. Um, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, it, it really is. Like it's it's closer to like... It felt a lot like Lethal Weapon, and I suppose it's probably closer to Forty Eight Hours too. Although I have I have not seen Forty Eight Hours in a long time, um, yeah. But it's like it's more it's it's closer to Lethal Weapon than Commando, if that makes sense. Right. Like it's it's more of like a kind of like a a plot heavy crime thriller with with a right. couple with a couple of shootouts and a bus chase in the end, and that's kind of yeah. it, even though it starts on such a fucking plateau of human achievement. 
with Arnold fighting in the snow with a dick apron on. But for the most part, dare I say, you really didn't need Arnold for this. Nor no. did you need Jim Belushi. No. You really needed two two other actors to, to tackle this thriller. Like two more more acting actors, you know? Yeah, Arnold. Or, or we'll talk maybe about just Arnold's a funnier guy than Jim Belushi. Yeah. I, I don't even think it's necess- I don't think it's Jim Belushi's fault necessarily because he's performing the character as best he can. It's just they're writing him so unlikable yeah there's and, nothing to grab on and his quote-unquote jokes are just him being coarse and just un uh, just yeah it's just a guy you would n- as soon as you started talking to him it's one of those dudes where you'd be like i'm trying to find any way to get out of this conversation yeah, yeah he's playing a shitty guy yeah just an awful uh, dude that you would not want to be around for longer right. longer than you absolutely had to and so is arnold <laughs> they give him one thing and we'll get to that in the next section for for the most part he's generally just they're both unpleasant and this all culminates in a bus chest which uh bus jousting <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so what the police chief thought was good idea the loose cannon steals a chicago bus mm-hmm. while because the other villain the villain has also stole a bus and we get a bus chase where he runs over so many landmarks and like buildings and 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 all, almost people like he he just fucks up chicago they literally have a part where jim belushi says like that was a landmark that was a chicago landmark he drove yeah. through that that uh, that uh fountain um that i don't right. know what's called uh <laughs> regret so like you know the one the peter chicago Bro, like, fountain yeah people are like what's the worst that can happen hard cut to this yeah <laughs> just 9-11-ing all over chicago <laughs> just steering a bus through chicago landmarks yeah. ridiculous <laughs> and then they and then they they go head to head and we get a bus chest uh which J- arnold is ready to die this we learn yeah. this we, yeah of, all of a sudden arnold is so beholden to his murdered partner that we get the same like he has the same chemistry with his russian partner that he has with jim belushi there's no right uh, they, they, there's no indication that he likes that guy or that they get no. along or that they're friends they, they like, never show him like mourning him not really like he stands up, up far away at the funeral like he stands at the edge of the funeral when when they have when they when they bury his dead russian partner but like right. they have like one exchange together that's meant to show their relationship and it's just it's the exact same as every other scene he eventually has with jim belushi where it's his russian partner tells a joke that's like not funny and just kind of like weird uh and arnold right. doesn't laugh at it and that's it and he's like yeah. i will die to avenge you <laughs> like, yeah he literally so jim belushi has to has to swerve the bus sw- and then next to the next to the asshole butt crack dick apron snow fight this is the most incredible part of the film <laughs> It absolutely is. They're driving, screaming. They're driving straight at each other. Yeah, and at one point, they both just stand up on the gas on their respective gas pedals, and Arnold is just screaming. Yeah, (laughs) if the buses hit it, had hit. What would have happened is both of them would have went out of the windshield. They would have hit each other. They would have hit each other (laughs) and popped like balloons. It would have been like in Mission Impossible Two. Yeah. When Tom Cruise and fucking uh, Dugree Scott collide in midair. Yeah. Only this would have been like a tangle of flesh and bones. Yeah. Yeah. The slop, like hitting the the fucking, 
the 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 top of each bus. Yeah. But instead, it, it, it would have been a very it would have been a very fleshy bullet time effect from the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then Jim Belushi's like, "What the hell? You would have died." And that's when Arnold says, "But so would he die." And so we we he, he straight from his mouth, he was like, "Yes, I was I was going to die to kill him, and as a bonus." I was going to kill you as yeah. well. Also, you would no longer be on this <laughs> yeah, earth. That's how little he cares about Jim Belushi. Yep. He was just going to risk, not bef- risk, sacrifice him. And before that, when they've cornered Edo Ross in the bus depot before they steal their respective buses, uh, they both have Edo Ross at gunpoint. And then Jim Belushi's like, um, well, we got to, you know, he killed a Chicago police officer. He's going to face justice here first, and then you can have him. And then Arnold puts his gun on Jim Belushi and is like, no, I will kill you and yeah. take him to. So, and later he's like, you wouldn't have shot me, right? And Arnold shrugs. He shrugs at which, him. Yeah, which it's like, of course he would have shot you. He was trying to kill you. He tried on to that kill bus. all three of you in a bus, yeah. which like, honestly would have been the best thing for the world if all three it of these guys died in a fiery bus joust. <laughs> It would have made the world so much safer. Yeah. But after after this, Jim Belushi's just like, we're still buds, right? And it's yeah. like, no, And they man. have like a weird, tender moment where they like, where Arnold's like, in my country, we, we exchange gifts to, to, to signify friendship. Here's my watch. And like, right. Jim Belushi gives him his watch. And that's supposed to be like them saying we're friends. And it's like, this is the first moment of the film where we get an inkling that you even care whether each other continues to live. Right. Because until this moment, <laughs> he sure as fuck didn't care if Jim Belushi no. lived, which I get. Yeah. I get. He's, he's a terrible man. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck, man. And this is all to say they killed the drug dealer. Yeah, it's they very... They stop yeah. the minor drug deal. <laughs> it's very have, it's it's very abrupt and anticlimactic. Like, they, he just... Arnold just sort of, like, yeah. after the bus crash, uh, Arnold gets up and just kind of walks towards him and they just kind of shoot at each other and Arnold's bullets hits him and that's it. Like yep. that's, that's the that's climax. It. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah. Uh, very, it's, very for, for a movie that began events. with such a, an exquisite offer. Um, right. It should have ended with him stripping naked. Yeah, both nodding, it should have ended in another and, fucking, yeah quarter loincloth snow fight or something absolutely um so yeah holy fucking shit uh that's that's the movie right anything else to add it's generally a bad movie that you could basically if you ever watch this movie watch the first and last 10 minutes yeah and that's really all you need it's really all you need yeah this is i think this is the worst arnold movie at least that we've watched so far oh yeah i think it will be it will continue to be like even like you know Batman and Robin is interesting to watch. Uh, this yeah. isn't. It's just boring and really challenges you to keep watching because Jim Belushi is so unlikable. Yeah, and, and all he does in every scene he's in is just shout at Arnold yeah. and, and shout shouting awful jokes that are just not funny. They're just like gross. Yeah. <laughs> You want to talk about technically not Arnold? Sure. The next section? Yeah. Because I want to say, I would also argue Arnold's not very fun in this. No, he's not. Uh, he's he's doing a thing. Uh, like He's he, he's he, the Terminator. Like you said, he is the Terminator. Yeah, he's basically the Terminator in this. Like He's supposed to be this very taciturn dude who doesn't have much of a sense of humor. He's not 
forthcoming uh, because he's under strict, you know, he's a Soviet policeman. So he's he's tight lipped. Right. He's not telling anyone anything. He barely speaks. Uh, he, he talks down to everyone. Uh, and, he's an asshole. Like, and like all Soviet policemen, he has like a high top haircut yeah he's got the he has, like, a gozer yeah he's got the, <laughs> he's got gozer. the gozer haircut yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very funny um and yeah he's just like w- the moment he gets off the plane when they're talking to him it was like you are literally doing the terminator where Pretty it's much. like yes or no responses they show he's wicked smart because he walks by a chess game and like says stuff um it's a lot of being told that we should like him like him talking he has this watch that has a uh a line that goes off parakeet, yeah for his parakeet and then he says what's wrong with parakeet yeah you think parakeet, you think is, parakeet feminine? is feminine like yeah that, that was that, that conversation was almost funny yeah there's a couple moments like that but yeah it's terminator it's terminator 2 without eddie furlong you know what i mean where it's right, just it's, the straight it's, man and then another straight man who's yeah. worse yeah <laughs> it's terminator 2 if if they had if they didn't have chemistry right like, there's no chemistry. There's, yeah, it's just Arnold being a brick wall and Jim Belushi just shouting horrible shit at him the entire movie. Yeah, and there's pretty like, much. There's, I could see how this character could have worked. Like, because like the the idea of him being this really rigid Soviet cop who's just like you know uh, like good at chess and you know it's uh, right. It's a you could do a kindergarten cop again. Yeah. a lot of. A lot of Schwarzenegger is based off this idea of him playing the big tough guy, mm-hmm. and he gets partnered with a funny guy. You know, like I think in the right in the 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 right like writing and uh, co-star, this would have yeah. Like there's there's a moment where Jim Belushi is like you're shitting me, and and Arnold says I am not shitting on you. Uh, like this shit like that. It's like okay, that yeah. could have worked. Uh, like uh, yeah, like. Th- I mentioned Beverly Hills Cop, mm. fucking Eddie Murphy. <laughs> you get Eddie Murphy in this, have him riff, have him do some fun. I would. That's we got a movie. We probably would have. We would have had like four of these movies. Yeah, if we, it was they would have been a million sequels to this. Yeah, you just yeah. you need somebody who is more charismatic and better written than Jim Belushi in order for this character to work. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, it's uh, man, yeah. if it had been Eddie Murphy, this would have this would have been a fucking classic possibly this would have been a classic yeah so like in terms of arnold as an actor like him speaking russian and doing the russian thing was yes that was one of the most impressive things i've seen him do so far yeah that's actually, him stretching out yeah i went and like read some stuff about it like he took a couple of months to like learn russian right i mean during this ukraine stuff didn't he make a video and like he referenced i think this movie i think so yeah because he he shot in russia they did they um, stole that shot which you can kind of tell yeah, like yeah, there's there's only sense. there's there's footage of like St. Petersburg, uh, I think, and like the Kremlin and shit in the beginning for like the opening credits. But it's clear like that was like either uh, like B second unit or like uh, maybe even stock footage. There's only one actual shot of Arnold in Russia uh, and it's at the very yeah. end and it's him in a uniform saluting at the camera and then he immediately walks off screen uh, and. I read that they had to steal that shot because they didn't they didn't get a, a, their permit approved, which of they of course they wouldn't. This movie doesn't exactly make Russia look good. Right. So. Can you imagine being dressed like a Russian officer stealing a shot in Russia? 
Like that that would make me so fucking nervous. Yeah. Uh, in the eighties. In the eighties, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure that's a big crime. Mm-hmm. Imitating a cop in Russia. Pretty sure you don't come back from that. Yeah. They would, uh, they that's would, wild. I think they were probably really banking on Arnold's fame to save them if they got in trouble. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. But yeah, it's he's fine in it. Yeah. It's just that he's not doing much. Like for all the work he's he apparently did for this role, mm-hmm. he's ultimately just the Terminator, but Russian. Yeah. So it, it, it's like we've always sort of seen this. It feels like a step backward in his career. Yeah, it's like Terminator Two is still, I think, four years away at this point, or three years away. Um, right. So he does this, you know, obviously much much better uh, in Terminator Two, and of course that has the benefit of being much better written. You know, uh, it's but uh, right. It just it yeah he had already done the running man we already covered the running man yeah like it this feels like this was made like five years earlier than right it was. this feels you like it sh- this feels like this should have come out before commando even yeah because like even like he's, we've talked about in the commando episode where he's already poking fun at himself so it's yeah. this is like i don't know he's this gonna is, do twins this year same year yeah yeah it is. It, it's so Which is weird. Another movie that plays with his persona, you know, where he's this like really nice, thoughtful guy. Where like right. Danny DeVito's like kind of like the coarse grifter, you know. Um, it is. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Like I, I think he's fine as an actor in this, but yeah, the character doesn't work yeah. in this movie. It's not his fault. I think they, I, like you said, I think everybody's sort of doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. It's just that none of it adds up to anything. The material's good. not there. Yeah. It's not a good enough uh, movie for the premise that it's going for. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's. Oy. <laughs> you want to want to talk about definitely not Arnold, our uh, side characters. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, Jim Belushi, we've sort of covered, right? Yeah, Ridzik, I think is his name. Something. Sure. He's just. He just sucks. The biggest fucking scumbag imaginable. He's he never becomes likable at any point. He's just screaming expletives the entire expletives the entire yeah. movie um yeah he just sucks <laughs> yeah and it's, uh, not, Larry, it's not his it's not his fault um right. he's performing it fine it's just boy this character is written to be a totally joyless. unlikable yeah. yeah joyless piece of shit yeah. <laughs> i think they were trying to do like a sarcastic like a bill murray type almost mm-hmm. where like if this was bill murray it would have been obviously more delightful again no offense to jim belushi but it's sort of like the lines and stuff needed to be said with like an ain't a stinker more attitude than like just a surly asshole. Then like genu- <laughs> genuine rage is what's yeah. behind most of it, which is part of yes. what makes him so unappealing. Yes. Like he's just really fucking, he's just a cop. Yeah. He's just a cop. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Uh, he's, he's basically playing his character from gang related. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is Fucking, intentionally mm. a, a villain. He is a villain in gang related. <laughs> right. Yeah, he is a villain in this. Pretty much, yeah, he's not yeah. Suppo- I mean he's not supposed to be. No, but he is. But yeah, um, but he is. We got Larry Fishburne, uh very serious serious He's Larry. playing playing a very There's, typical Larry Fishburne character. Yeah. Not no one knows he's way too good for the movie yet, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. this is yeah. He's still um, still being credited as Larry Fishburne, even though he's yep. he's never looked like a Larry. I I need to go and see like when he just he started going by Lawrence. Lawrence, yeah. Uh, is that that that's right? That feels. You look at him, you're like, yeah, his that's Lawrence. 
Yeah. yeah, some agent or someone was finally like, you know, we need to do one thing. And that's when he blew up, I, yeah, I'd yeah. like to think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't seem like a Larry. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Peter Boyle is the police chief. Also not fitting. Very not fitting because Peter Boyle is funny, but they're not making him funny in this. He has a couple like little quirks. Yeah. Like he's would... the fish and stuff like that. But he's generally not. Yeah. He's it, like. They're not using him the way they should. And they, he he's another one that could have worked if the writing was there. Because, yeah, when you cast Peter Boyle, you have, there's like a certain expectation that comes with him just because of, you know, like the the persona that he has like we said like he's he's typically right funny so you could have had a version of this character where it was like yeah he's funny kind of a peter boyle type but uh, but ultimately kind of sinister and not really on their side like that could have worked if it was written better yeah for sure um gina gershon uh doing aerobics who's barely in this they barely don't know the she's movie. gina gershon really yeah, she, yet. She, she's playing a role that she's played in at least three of three movies that i can think yeah of. which is like the ex of the a the bad, bad guy. guy the bad guy's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend who does who isn't really a bad guy herself like she plays that a lot <laughs> right she just has the face for it apparently i guess I yeah you know that it's means. just yeah. it's just a role she happened to play a couple of times yeah <laughs> we mentioned Prue taylor vince she she dies off screen she dies in a news report in she the does you're right yeah. holy fucking shit <laughs> jesus christ yeah. uh and then the rest for me was side characters people that i'm just like oh i like that person like um this movie has the shotgun thug shotgun thug to me is it's a very specific bad guy it's we're doing a drug bust busting into an apartment and someone opens a, a door like last door and there's the shotguns thug, yeah right shotgun thug the, yeah it's like a surprise yeah. spider yeah yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. And there, it's it's like in a video game, you need like the one, the, the slightly stronger enemy. Yeah, he's like the sub boss. Yeah. Um, there's also, my. I think, I have two characters that I love the most. Do you want to, do you want to name one? Um, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I'm forgetting his name. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the, the drug boss in jail. He's, he's, he almost made the list, but... It's not him. He's not my favorite, but he's great. Yeah, he the line, good. I plan to sell drugs to every white man in the world. And his sister. I was like, good for you. And yeah. his sister. Yeah. Arnold yeah. tries to, it's the closest the movie comes to being self-aware, where they go talk to this guy in Joliet yeah. prison, which I thought was a nice little, not not really a reference. It just is coincidental, I suppose, because it takes place in Chicago. But obviously, you know, Joliet, right. Jake, Blues Brothers. Uh, it's got right. Jim Belushi in it. Um, right. But they're talking to this drug boss and like Arnold's trying to like threaten him with all of his Soviet bullshit. He's like, I, you know, the guy just tells him, look, man, I'm 32 years old. I've been in prison for 26 of those, you know, or, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, he says like he's, he's a he's a political prisoner or something. And he's yeah. like, what was well, your crime? Was your he's like, I robbed crime. a bank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Robbed a bank. And he's like, well, if you don't give me this bad guy, we'll come get your testicles. He's like, I, that's fine. I'm in jail. I'm going to be in jail the rest he's of my just, life. I'm a holy man. Yeah, I got that's no right. need for testicles. I'm a holy yeah. man. I got, I got no need for testicles. Like, okay, fine. We'll come for your eyes. And he takes off his sunglasses and he's blind. It's yeah. just like, and then he explains to him. He's like, look, man, like this, uh, this system it's like, I don't know how it works over in the Soviet Union, but here, like, the system is designed to punish black men. So, like, yeah. everything you're threatening me with is something I've already experienced a hundred times over. So, good right. luck with that. It's the closest it the is, movie comes to being self-aware. It is. It's like fucking Schwarzenegger coming out of there like, Jesus, yeah. you, guys are, uh, <laughs> you guys are fucked up here, huh? Like, again, that's what it feels like. This is a commentary on, like, like oh, Soviet Russia, you think that's bad? try america america that's is just bad. as fucking bad yeah 
Maybe not just Ridiculous. as bad, but bad in different ways that are different, that are fun, different e- ways, equally uh, damaging, and yeah. Yep. So my two characters was when he's at the airport and Jim Belushi sees a woman walk by and he goes, "Hey, how's it going?" And she just says, "Blow yourself," which is perfect instincts on her part. She saw Jim Belushi. He didn't even say anything bad to her, but she knew. She could She's tell. like, absolutely not. Yeah, she could yeah. tell. Yeah. Um, but my all-time favorite guy is the guy who sees Arnold Schwarzenegger in a in a car, a giant Austrian man, giant muscly man mm-hmm. in a car Bare- alone. Barely fitting and, into his Riddler suit. Yep. And he walks up and he starts threatening him. He says, oh, this is my spot. If you want to sit in this parking spot, you got to give me 50 bucks or I'll bust your car. It's a real, this- it's a real Cobra moment. Yeah, from Stallone's and Arnold Cobra. puts him into a coma. He just punches him once. He probably kills him. Yeah, the guy's just dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then finally, shout out to Drag Nurse, who I I'm wondering, it's it's the villain. It's like his. It's like one a, of the Russians. One of the it's it's Edo Ross is like uh, number two guy basically. This like his yeah. like blonde haired henchman who disguises himself as a nurse and kills a guy in the hospital. Yeah. And I just have a question, which is that normally when you work at a hospital, maybe it's different in the 80s, like you would need like an ID and like to be like, I'm just wondering how long he was working as that nurse. Maybe a long time. Uh, maybe he has like a whole, yeah. like a whole second life set up I feel like <laughs> as he a might. nurse yeah. working in this hospital. Yeah, because nobody, nobody's like, oh, I've never seen her before. Oh, that's weird. She's like, it's, it's the nurse is just walking around like they've been there for ages so like clearly he was doing this for a while i yeah. imagine but nobody, I don't know. like when when jim belushi and arnold try to walk into the room they immediately get stops like you need some id to be back here and they have to like identify themselves as cops right. she's she he's just coming exactly. and going disguised at this nurse exactly so i think he was he was being that nurse for a while that's all i got for side characters yeah anything else um, I like the lady, uh, the the sex worker who's just trying to watch like divorce court when a huge shootout happens. Oh yeah, she and was they, great. And they come in and shoot the wrong dude. Like, yeah, that poor bastard. <laughs> yeah, she's just like they shot up my trick. Like this dude was yeah. just taking a shower and they shot him like eighteen times because they thought he was Arnold. Right, and, and she's then just she- like. Yeah, yeah, she she like helps him out. Like she shoots one of the guys, and then like when she's when she's getting interrogated later, like the cops are like, so you have a gun? He's like, she's like, I'm not with them. I was just like, literally, I was just here, like with it with you know a, a a guy, and then these guys show up, start shooting everything. I have no idea what's going on. I was like, so you have a gun? It's like, yes, I have a gun. Do you just have a gun in your purse? Why do you have a gun in your purse? And it's like, look at what happened. Yeah, why the fuck do you she's think like, I have a gun? It's super dangerous to, to to be a sex worker. Like that's why yeah. I have a gun. Case in point, just like gesturing to the entire fucking shootout aftermath in this hotel. This yeah. is why I have a gun. <laughs> just trying oh, to watch man. Divorce Court. <laughs> right. Just trying to do her job. Can't get word one out of Arnold, too. Like, she keeps, yeah. like, like he, does, he doesn't even, like, really try to, like, help her. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just he's trying just, to not kill yeah. her as little as possible. Yeah, yeah, doing the bare minimum to keep her out of harm's way. Yeah, for sure. Not saying shit. She's like, what's happening? What's going on? Who are these guys? Who are you? He's not saying shit. 
No. No. Because in his mind, he's like, ah, you're going to get shot in the head in 30 seconds. Well, anyway. He doesn't, he, he doesn't care, which could, no, he doesn't could care. have worked with his character if they had written it better. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Right. If it's, he is this again, pure... He's a prick. Yeah. If he's this pure, like, Soviet Union hardline cop, you know, who's just, you know, whatever for the, you know, Mother Russia or whatever. Like, you could have written that to work in an interesting way. And then obviously his arc would be some, at some point he would realize maybe I'm thinking about the world in the wrong way. But that moment never comes. (laughs) No. There's no moment of realization. No. No, absolutely No change, no growth in either character. No growth. No, they just, again, they just learn to like each other's shitty fascism. exactly yeah it's just two fascists finding each other that's it um are we ready for the most arnold yeah i think so i think it's this is a weird moment well we gotta we gotta explain what this is right this is like the most Arnold moment of the film yes this is the most arnold schwarzenegger he ever gets i would argue and i think it has to be with the fact that he acts like the terminator um combined with well combined with that I think it's when he squeezes the hot stone on it, honestly. That's a very Terminator moment, right? And therefore a very Arnold moment. I think it's the... Because he just puts it in his hand and he just squeezes it and it sizzles. Yeah, and then he punches the guy in the face with it. Um, I think... Yeah. Yeah, but I'm going to open it up a little bit more. The whole fleshy snow bear fight with the dick aprons. Like, that's the most Arnold Arnold moment of this film. It's one of the things we forget. It opens with that, and I was like, boy, this movie's going to be out of control, and it just never reaches those same heights again. (laughs) Yeah. But it's the nudity is actually very Arnold, too, because he is... It's weird we don't think about it, but he is fine being naked, because he's a bodybuilder. He's naked in a lot of his movies, yeah. Exactly. So he was naked for his career, so they're just like, we we need you to strip down. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, this is what I do. Everybody, all the the entire crew is going to see my hog. That's just how it is. So I think it's... yeah, yeah. It's the first time we see Lafour's mostly nude. And it's like, all right, man, he's working out. Yeah, yeah. Bodybuilders love getting naked. So sure. yeah, in the Terminator films, all the yeah, he's he's naked a lot. Conan, yeah, yeah. Um, you see Arnold's and, cheeks a lot. Yeah, <laughs> especially in the eighties. You do those muscly cheeks. Those I know them by powerful heart. cheeks. I know them yeah. like the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's weird, but yeah. I can hey, close my eyes. I can picture his bare ass yeah, at exactly. any point. I could, I could draw it from memory. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I really, yeah, I could. Uh, little muscles on the like, side. It's like yeah. my, the Arnold's ass and my mother's face. I can draw those yep. from memory. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it was, it would, yeah, it's either that moment. I mean, it's obviously that moment, but like a, the, the, the closest second would be him just fully standing on the gas pedal of the bus during their bus yeah, joust and sure. just screaming wordlessly at Itchy from Dick Tracy. Yeah, that is pretty great. Incredible. Incredible. I want. I wanted those. I needed those two buses to just smash into each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and they didn't. They should have. They should they have. Did. This would have they been didn't. a better film. Yeah. Which brings us to the rating system. This is, of course, how we rate each movie through um, between one and forty-four naked snow fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, where would you put this? Um, between one and forty-four fleshy dick apron bear snow fights um it's a little low for me it's a little low like it starts out really strong yeah um with that just circus bear like fighting over salmon (laughs) yeah slapping their powerful muscles together yeah (laughs) wearing the, the 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 least amount of clothes that they can legally get away with um 
I'm gonna put this at like a twenty. I think. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was so. I was gonna put it right in the middle. Yeah. Uh. So like, because I would argue that the, the um, what we do like what we do get the action we do get mm-hmm. brings it up to that twenty. It's just so little, so little. Uh, it never. It, it never uh, makes good on on the offer it 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 gives us in the opening five minutes. <laughs> Yeah. Such so an like incredible it, offer. And then the rest it, of the movie is nothing. Yeah. What it gives us is great, but that's just not enough. It's just it's not, not enough. enough. It's, it's mostly enough. boring. It's not, it doesn't pass This movie muster. really, like, I would say this can be skipped. Ultimately, if you're going through... Um, it's the first one we've watched that I would say skip. Yeah. 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 It's Keep wild. on going. Go right past this multiverse. Go. Yeah. Just keep... Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you see this multiverse, just look straight ahead. Keep yeah. going. You'll be in you'll be in fucking twins in no time. Yeah, this is like the multiverse where everyone <laughs> everyone's pinatas. It's just like, yep, right. I'm all set. <laughs> just gonna if keep you going. Hit that one Tales from the Crypt episode, you've gone too far. Yeah. Yeah. Um all right. All right. I, I think, think that's it. I think that's it, yeah. Um, yeah, I think we thoroughly we thoroughly uh, examined this this hole. This we did. This multiverse hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this wormy hole. This Arnold hole. Mm-hmm. This hole you know? in the back of Arnold's dick apron exactly being his butthole uh, yeah so norm from cheers thank you so much as yeah. always for being our producer uh this, is, this has been wonderful uh and uh if people are interested we have a patreon patreon.com slash gamefully gamefully g-a-m-e-f-u-l-o-y unemployed uh we have exclusive podcasts on there like tom and jeff watch batman fox Mulder is a maniac star trek the next futurama and Spielboys. uh we watch movies with our patrons every friday night uh, we have all sorts of tiers, including tiers where you can get our, your own mini series episodes like this one. This was this was created from scratch through a tier uh, where Norm from Cheers was like, this is what I want. And we delivered. And, uh, you know, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. This is a show yeah. we probably would have eventually done some version of anyway. So for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we also have a store. Head over to GameFlanEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So check that out. Slap your yeah. slap your dick aprons on that. Slap that we dick apron. We should sell dick aprons. I, I, it's or weird they don't that have they to don't be. They can crotch those. aprons. They can be, you know. Yeah, yeah. The junk for your mm-hmm. junk. A general cape for the front. A front cape. Yeah, a front cape. A junk cape yeah. for the front. It's weird they don't like sell those in like Teespring and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably have to find a separate place, but I'm yeah. sure there's somewhere. There must be, yeah. Some some brave yeah. manufacturer will provide us with dick with with junk capes. Junk capes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I, if I Google jump capes. I've written it no. on both of my eyelids, so I'll see it in the mirror. Um, okay, I'm good. gonna keep mementoing it all over my arm so we don't forget. Yeah, yeah. Just junk cape. Mm-hmm. Junk cape. <laughs> You'll know what it means. This is really a 